Try it again. And we're going in three, two, one, take 12. And it's a protege, eh? Yeah. Chronics are where you say, eh? Turn off your phone, Doug. How is it me? Do you not know how phones work? Why are you quiet? Just Kaboom. Talk. That's your phone. That's not my Richard, phone. I'm looking at my phone. I'm how is it my, my phone? phone? What so phone is that? You don't have other phones in your house? No. You're an old fan. Yeah, they're at school. That's This is my phone. Bro, that's not my phone. Regin, I don't have that ring. You have that it's kind of ring. It's not my phone. I'm looking at my phone, Doug. What is wrong with you? Oh, you what's know going what? on, everybody? What whose phone is it now? It's your phone, right? You just my, realized my, whose phone is my it? My daughter's friend slept over. There you she go. Not her phone. <laughs> oh, so she's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's in the yeah. Okay. Fair well, point. you don't think I know where it is. I can tell you where it is in your house, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the AIB show. This is Amit. And Dominic. Right. Uh, obviously, as you can tell, we're off to a rocking start on this Friday the 13th, which is when we're recording this, not when we're distributing this. And uh, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week. Interesting is not the word I would actually use to describe it. Pretty effed up week. But um, there's some lighthearted stuff, too. That we'll get to. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into, of course, the um, Israel-Palestine situation. Uh, yeah, let's let's start off light first. Definitely. All right. What you got for us? Me? You're, you're okay, handling the light. I'm handling the light. All right. First things first. Did you hear first Jerry Seinfeld? First. This guy, wait a minute, before that, I just before we got on, he's mocking me. An elitist. I didn't realize my co-host and lifelong friend is an elitist mocking me for not being in lounges at airports. Wasn't a mocking. I was just saying that I had calls to take for work prior to my flight this afternoon. And I will take those at the airport. So I have to go to the airport early so I can be a productive member of society. And Dominic's solution was as opposed to being productive, just block off your calendar so no, no, no work gets done and nobody makes any money, as opposed to admit going to the airport, paying his hard-earned money to have access to a lounge. No, no, your exact words were your exact words were what do you, you said, how are you gonna get there in no, I said, no, I said you could be in a in a loud area. You said loud area. No, no, that's not what you said. You said you gotta get there to find a quiet area. You said loud area, son. I'll be in a lounge. I don't know how you roll. Yeah, <laughs> very elitist. Yeah. Very yeah. elitist. I'll make the guy who doesn't pay for a flight since my entire life. How many <laughs> flights? You pay for like two flights a year and you're on like 20. Very <laughs> I'm a pleb. I'm, I'm a commoner. I'm, a I'm one for the people. I'm a pleb. This is the same guy we talked about <laughs> whose license plate has his name on it, whose mom got him out of classes on Friday, who literally, who is, who is working maybe a combined 10 hours a week for the past 40 years. <laughs> you're an idiot. Actually, we average it out. It's probably less than 10 hours a week if you think about it. But either way, props to you. You're making it work. Yeah, probably is because I'm 43. So for the last 40 years, did a math stock. Yeah. yeah. But I would say mine is still 40. <laughs> <laughs> but on a side note, did you hear Jerry Seinfeld did this thing about a revival dynamic? No. All right. So And by the way, he shouldn't. It's the simple, the simple dynamic here, right? So... He was doing the he was doing the show, and when he was leaving the show, he said at the very end, um, he said, he said, I have a little secret to tell you, but you can't tell anybody. It's on the audience, obviously, and everybody's chuckling, right? He goes, because they're talking about the end of Seinfeld. And he goes, he goes, just uh, he goes, just what you're thinking about, Larry and I are also thinking about. So you'll see, you'll see. 
So in essence, kind of open-ended to where the show or doing something with the show since. Now, do I think they should revisit the show at all? Nope. Let it end. Frazier came back. I don't know why we need more of this, man. Like, I mean. When did Frazier come back? It just it's coming back on Paramount Plus, by the way, oh, and it came back. No, I think like, like this get, get Jerry on the uh, curb or something, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's, that's, that's a better way that's to great. do it. Yeah, yes. yeah, but you don't need to revive anything with Seinfeld. Elaine's gone on and done amazing work in pretty much every of the show she did. By the way, right? She's been dope. Did you watch Veep? Nope. Red Dream. Nope. Veep is solid. Veep is like, yo, that's some good. That's some good political fodder right there. That's a it's a solid show. But either way, she's been awesome in a bunch of things. So there is that. And then um, the new show from, from um, the, the Boys, that new show is out too, by the way. Uh, the Boys on Prime, but that, that spinoff doesn't look yeah. good. I haven't watched any of it. The trailer looks really, really bad, meaning the CGI, and I just couldn't get into it. But I haven't watched any of it, so I don't really know how to, but I was hoping you did. But obviously you did not. You know, so there was that. And then, yeah. And then, oh yeah, then the other thing, this is just more for Dominic. So the actual thing was, and I'll find the actual article here right now, Skittles banned in California. So- Now is this that, true? Is this, because I see, I see click, headlines that I'm wondering banned. if it was clickbait. They're not banning Skittles, right? They're banning a couple of the ingredients, right? So in essence- Is Red Dye 40 being banned? Uh, it's Red Dye number three, actually. Ooh, I don't know about three. So Red Dye number three, um bromated vegetable man i'm probably butchering that bromated vegetable oil potassium bromate and propyl paraben um have been linked to risk of cancer and hyperactivity in kids so these particular items are in skittles and a couple other you know candy type products out there i think some cereals as well and things like that so they're being banned and the thing is They've banned him. Everybody's so now the internet's because everybody's everybody's uh everybody's in nutrition all of a sudden. It's like, oh, they've been banning this in Europe forever. We're just getting around to this now because obviously everybody knew this forever and didn't realize that it should be banned. Um, so California's taking the first steps, but they're yeah, not a lot banned. Of people do, so, man. You look at skincare, Europe. We're we're a joke here. You look at, at skincare. You know, there's um, it's something like thirteen thousand ingredients are banned in skincare mm-hmm. in Europe, and it's. I think less than a hundred in the U.S. No, no, That's I'm insane. not doubting. I'm not doubting any of this, by the way, and I'm not saying that it should or shouldn't be banned. What I'm saying is, when people jump on the bandwagon now as if they've been causing an uproar forever, you haven't, and now you're making it seem like you're you've been the most woke person in this arena forever. I, I, I don't like those people. Is what I'm saying. All right, right. but you a lot of people just have. Go, been. Oh, like, I didn't know. We, no, we, I, we don't give our kids because we saw it firsthand. We saw red awesome. Gatorade or red. Lollipops, we would see the hyperactivity in our own children. So I didn't need right. a test study. Like I saw that's my, my point. Kids. So do I maybe, need a ban? Maybe what it doesn't I work like in other kids, but it, it, I saw the reaction in my own kids. But that's so we don't allow it. But isn't that what your parenting supposed to be, by the way? Don't you, don't you determine <laughs> what your kids should be eating? Why you gotta ban it for me? Now I'm not no, no 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 time out, time out. You're going down a slippery path. Why do we yeah. bag the narcotics? Okay, hold on, we want to go down this path. I don't know. If, why if you're free, if you don't like, then then that's a consistent thing. If you if you're a libertarian, it's thought process. Yeah, right, don't okay, ban them. Take that back. Well, hold up. I'm not. I'm not okay. Take, ban is a strong word for me, right? I don't like. Um, I don't like the drinking age dynamic. I think it's. So, so you'd like to leave that up to the parents and the. the you, you're 
I'm not arguing. I'm just trying to see if there's a consistent basis. You also have to realize I don't have kids, so it's easy for me to make many of these claims. No, but that's fine. You don't have to have kids, though. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I there's no, there's nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Regard, like meaning, I have to. I I can say these words without having to deal with any of the impact, right? My point. So it's easy for me to say a lot of these things. One is I don't. So the 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 liquor ban thing. I think I don't. I don't agree with. Period. I think parents can judge that one. I would also say. For example, I mean, there is also common sense. A baby shouldn't be going out there behind a bit, right? So there's, I think we can abide by some general common sense in society, right? Jamaica now has a liquor ban, uh, uh, underage law, right? I think there's like, no, I think they always, I think they always, how really? lives they did, yes. No, because we used to go little. I remember going where I couldn't see, but I think legally they were still an age. I mean, the, the old joke was if you're old enough to see over the bar, you're old enough to drink. You know, that's man. I couldn't see over the bar until two years ago. Dad. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? not sure you still. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't get. No, so I, think I don't. Eight, was eight, always has been eighteen, just not enforced. See, all right. So I don't think there's something. I don't think there's a value. We're out there. I mean, you, 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 you weren't drinking, but we were out, fifteen years old drinking. No, I, at, I know that's my at point. bars, not just uh, like at someone's point. house. Yeah. But that's why this why I don't get the thing, right? I don't get I don't get so that I'm not a fan of that law, for example, okay. right? Things along those lines, right? Cigarettes, all that. Like I I don't I mean, parents knowing that, but you're gonna what do about, it. How about though it becomes a slippery slope? Because it does, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm not thinking about everything. Think about it in food production, forget. Okay, so here's the thing, kind of stuff, right? I'll agree with you here, actually, right? I'll take a step back on this. I'm sure there are other products that are not cancer causing that would give me a similar flavor taste whatever so i'm totally about this right by the way i'm not on this on, i'm not on this train i'm just on the tr I'm, I'm i'm more than having like oh shit that's pretty sad we should probably fix that versus told you that's that's where i'm at right because people would just come out the woodwork about so oh, basically I know saying you have people in your timeline are like yes and and they bother me. um right. because so you give none of them the benefit of the doubt or you you assume some the ones, the ones that are on my timeline, dude. <laughs> I know them. That is not. They're not. They're not the research and the ingredients in, in in food products. So no, I give them no props at all. I just think that they're very conveniently jumping on the bandwagon, right? So that's that's my take on it. And if I'm wrong, don't at me either way. It's not, it's not that serious. We can move on. From that. But yeah, so they're banning this. And you did a 23 and Me thing, didn't you? No. Did you? no you saw the hacking, no. right? So they got hacked. I did. Right. I did. So, uh, Ancestry. But it wasn't them. So they didn't get hacked itself. It's a weird hacking, right? People broke. So no, they hacked you know, people. The people. It, no, no, yeah, and they got their password, and they use that password again and again and again, and they're getting in. So people use the same password for like a bunch of different things. And I'm sure you're one of these people, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Out, see that? Amit is the most annoying person with passwords because he doesn't make a password. He has these random password generators. So if I have to log into something of his, he can't tell me what the password is. But he can literally guess my passwords for anything. Not that we <laughs> share any uh, TV accounts or anything. <laughs> but he knows how to get because he knows he could literally steal all my money. Like he can break into <laughs> any account, right? I have no idea what his are. It's so freaking annoying because it's like it, it'll be like X Y the symbol for boron. Like Seinfeld's in that joke. Manganese. Like, <laughs> money, money. Manganese. X Y underscore two. Right. Yeah, that's that's why it's called it's so a annoying. friggin' password, son. <laughs> It's not supposed to be easy to, to achieve. If that was the case, then why would we even have one? It would just be a mid one, two, three, four. Right? The database, which 23andMe and Ancestry, do you agree? They're not DNA companies. They're information aggregators. 
that, that the whole process is to yeah. get that information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's going to be used for research or whatever purposes in the future. Yeah. I don't but, know. The, I don't know the actual on. purpose to your point, but yeah, I, I feel you there. But I mean, so, but again, if, if these people had had, you know, better passwords, right. This wouldn't have been an issue, right. If these people wanted to have passwords that weren't like Dominic and that were a little specific to various, various apps or services they subscribe to, this wouldn't have been a thing. Not so much the case. Um, one other pseudo lighthearted note. Actually, not lighthearted. Bro, how vexed were you last week when the Canes lost? Miami hurt. I actually wasn't. People were, I was just more stunned. You weren't vexed? Nope. Bridgerton, I was laying on my couch, pissed the whole game because the game was trash. Yeah, I was texting you guys at a wedding, so I, I wasn't seeing a right. lot of the, the first game half. was so trash. Like it was, I was bored out of my mind. I'm on my phone. They're on the last drive. Hurricanes have the ball. They can win by taking a knee. Literally that. And, and for, they don't. For, for those that, that's like a guaranteed win. It's it's what happens. It's a move. What happens from elementary to middle school, high school, college, NFL, in Madden, the video game. It's it's something you can select to do. It's the most basic principle of winning a football game. You, it's a guaranteed win. And they didn't Bro, do it. They it's, it's madness. So, it, but so I'm sitting on my couch. They're playing horribly, right? TVD goes back to TVD of old and throws way too many picks. It was just, just a trash game, completely horrible. And I was just pissed on my couch. So I'm watching, and I'll have a, I have a wedding this Saturday. So I'm going to miss this game. So Ooh, that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. That's rough. I mean, we're going to get our ass handed to us. We're, we're, we're oh, as bad as I thought we were before going to season um so there's that on another random one this is the last thing that i'll mention on the lighthearted dynamics did you know that they're proposing a housing law named after katie perry not until your notes i did not so here's a dynamic the protecting elderly real uh, one more time the protecting elder realty for retirement years perry act soon to be introduced in several states would give home sellers age 75 and up up to 72 hours to change their mind after parting ways with a personal residence. So it stems from a lawsuit that went to trial a few weeks back against, uh, against the Queen of Kemp and her fiancé, Orlando Bloom. Huh, I didn't know that was her fiancé. Did you know Katie Pillen or Orlando Bloom were a thing? Feel like I did. I, I, you know, I used to pay attention to this stuff. You remember, I used to subscribe to magazines yeah. pre-internet days. Us week magazines. And for those of you who don't know, that's when you flipped. That was where the internet was back in the day. Yeah, what? I used to subscribe. Us Weekly, in so, touch, all those. So the suit was filed by Carl Westcott, the octogenarian who founded One Eight Hundred Flowers decades decades ago, and father-in-law of the Real Housewife, who you probably know, Cameron Westcott. You know who that is? I assume yeah. you do. You watch Real Housewives, don't you? There's like 10 of them. I watch two. ATL and OC. Oh, I don't know. This is fun. Anyway, dude dude went back. Apparently, he's got a, 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 neuro, a neurodegenerative disease. So he agreed to sell Santa Barbara Mansion to the celebrity couple of $14.2 million in 2020 and then tried to renege on the deal a few days later. And he claims that he, even though he, he signed the paperwork, he said that he was in the right state of mind and so on and so forth. So there's literally an act that's being passed that gives old people a blah saying, all right, my bad, you got 72 days, 72 hours to get out. You can do that with a car, can't you? Or at least a lease. I don't know my sale. You can get out of a lease? I think you have like 72 hours. Yeah. Did not know that. So all right, Katie Perillo. I figured you in the real estate world, you should probably know that one. 
But yeah, all right. That's what I got. All right. Before we get to the deep stuff, there, there's no way in hell. If anybody, like if you're listening, do yourself a favor and go find this video on YouTube. Because there's no way this man can tell me he does not dye his hair. His head top is, I mean, black well, like the night sky. It's full of gray, son. Your camera's just shoddy. He's got to get a better computer done. Yeah. yeah. Full of grays, man. Full of grays, literally. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, your face is full of grays. I Yes, as well. Both. Both full of grays. I don't think anybody in the audience believes it. All right, well, that is the case. Oh, and then on the last entertainment news, the SAG strikes broke down. Strike, strike, talks broke down. So we still don't have anything being made. So the writers are cool, but you can't really do anything. So the things are back are are late Wait, night. Why, like like my wife. Why did why SAG break down? No. What? I thought they agreed. No. No, no. The WGA, the writers agreed. So the writers have ratified oh, the their deal. Actors Guild did not. That is correct. They they're not on board together. No, that would be two different, two different. No, I know uh, they're different, but units. I thought it'd be like seeing that. Well, that's what everybody thought too. Everybody's like, oh, this would be easy. Just to piggyback on the one the writers got, and we'll do a little, a little so something. So now something SAG pissed at the Writers Guild for. No, no, they're not pissed. Just SAG is waiting for SAG to sign off on their deal so that we can we can go back to work. And they haven't. And uh they they yeah, and yeah, they're 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 fighting against a bunch of random stuff. Right? Not they're fighting for additional revenue streams um that weren't part of the deal. And um looks kind of greedy from my point of view, but I could be wrong. I haven't seen all the detail, but we'll see what comes down. Either way. It's uh, it's it's not a good situation right now because it's suspended, and if they don't go back to work soon, yeah, that just pushes everything back from for, for a lot of folk, and, and even the airline industries. Delta is down too because not as much people flying out of California, including Detroit as well, because Detroit has the car strikes going, the automotive strikes going on. So you're not flying back and forth into those cities, and Delta can have a big hub in both cities, so they're struggling. Businesses have gone down, prop houses have closed, all that stuff going. There's a lot of ancillary dynamics with the actors and stuff just hanging out, but. That's that. Uh, last thing. You ever flown Southwest? Is there airport snob? Well, I think twice on, on when I was on the West Coast. I, to go evidently to like I flew it home like to Jamaica last year or three years ago. Zero you recollection. See, you see, evidently? Yeah. because You I don't remember zero, getting on? No, I have zero you don't remember? Because so, they board different. They board in like yeah, A, B, or C groups. So, exactly. So my wife is shocked that I don't remember this. I don't. I just flew it home this weekend. Amazing. From where? From uh, Pittsburgh. What was so amazing about the experience? So, I shall tell you. Right? Please do, Dominic. Free check bag. Um, if Sorry, you still checking bags? I mean, if you, you go, go for, for a weekend? Yeah. What are you checking a bag for, a, son? A long weekend. Bro, All right, so you checked I, a bag for like three days? I brought five shoes. Bro. Well, hold on, hold on. There's you three days? Shoes, you wear shoes, shoes on the plane. You have a yeah. gym shoes. Hold up, why do you need a gym shoes now? Come on, man. Oh, no, look, look, look. Minus one shoes, down to four. I got down rid of a chin, shoes. down to one chin. I'm oh, coming, I'm coming. Oh, man. <laughs> I have a gym you shoes. Actually, did you use the I gym shoes? Gym, 100%. You're a lying ass. What'd you do with the gym? You just drop 100%. Katie off and leave the gym? Like, what'd you do with the gym, son? I went to the gym. What did you do with the gym? I did my full what did you do with uh, the gym? rehab leg routine. I did some overhead single arm dumbbell cleans. I did some pull-ups. By subbing how much? Bike. Like 10 each and call it a day? No, like, did you need to... Did you need the shoes for this? Like, did you need specific shoes to facilitate this? Technically, what I did, would I need it? That's what I asked. Technically, no. But even even um, on the the Peloton Link. there, if I put like casual sneakers in there, they're gonna scuff them up. When they're so technically, did I need it to perform? No. 
It's not my it's business. But... All right, go on. Sorry. Five shoes, brethren. I have the wedding brown shoes. I have a you wedding white. No, you're not no, the sneaker no, that's wearing no, I'm a sneakers to the wedding. My wife is like, oh, you can't do that. It's a wedding. I said, yo, no, I'm I taking this sneakers right now when I go to the I have a wedding this weekend. I take this I just got clean. Brand new. No scuff. sneakers. Yeah. So we're going back and forth. And my son is like, dad. If you do the brown shoes, like mommy says you have to, we got a problem. Like he's, <laughs> he's like pissed, right? So I brought, and then I get to the venue the night before. I'm like, ooh. What? It's like artificial turf, like the grass, but it's like wet. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to bring two pairs. I'm going to bring both. I'm going to wear the brown shoes to the ceremony and then wear the white sneakers to the event. You know that you're not in the wedding. You do not have to do a wardrobe change, right? This ain't like <laughs> you, no, son. I don't want to mess up the white sneakers. On the grass there, so I'm like, I rock the brown shoes. You went the day before, yeah, because like the rehearsal, not rehearsal dinner, but like the gathering was there. That oh, day I thought before. you literally did a walkthrough to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a little more sense. I'm like this guy's doing a walkthrough. So I have shoes, before. shoes for the plane, two yeah. shoes for the wedding, shoes for the gym, and the shoes for like the two nights before, the Thursday night, Friday night. You know, um, so I brought five pairs of shoes. <laughs> Oh Seems God. normal. Oh God. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hold up. I was a check luggage youth up until like a year and a half ago, give or take, maybe a little more than that. And now I'm the if it does, I can get in the bag. I know I can. No, I, try, I bought this amazing bag off of Instagram. I'm a sucker. Everything that advertises on Instagram. I bought shoes, random shoes, awesome. random watch, bracelets, a bag. I bought like a, a blender. Like they I'm the sucker for stuff. This bag is amazing. $98 is the best travel bag I've ever seen in my life. So that's how I, you I, I cut you off though, Southwest. So you check free check back. Oh, okay, free check back. So if you check in within 24 at the 24 hour mark, they allow you to check in. And what I've read is pretty much when you check in there, you're going to get in section B. There's A, yes. B, C. Yes. But you pay $20 extra. That's it. And it pre checks you in 36 hours before. Good chance you get in, in section A. We got in section A. Got emergency seats for $20. I'm getting an emergency exit. Pretty dope. Isn't that Awesome, like regular planes? No, for, 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 which which regular? I'm a pleb. $50, $60, $70 for emergency exit and a higher ticket price. Really? Yeah. And even if I didn't pay that um for the emergency exit, you're coming down, you're getting your aisle, you know, you know, you just it's it's a vibe. I'm digging it. Great customer service if you review you're it too. You're rushing on the plane like a herd of cattle. No, no, you're not rushing. It's, it's actually best because I'm the kind of person I board last because I can't take sitting for 40 minutes watching people like idiots can't but you're, just but you're also No, but you're also the youth who's checking in luggage, so you can board last. You see me? I have a bag, so I'm not boarding last at all because I need to put my bag up top. And I'm not dealing with it because, yeah, oh, we're out, of, we're out of overhead space. <laughs> right? No, no. I'm no, also happy. Line up, they say A one through twenty. You go up there, everybody sits. It's it's a very yeah. organized process. Yeah, I mean it's different. I'll give so, you that. So, and the customer service you said was great. What? You said the service was great. You said oh, was spectacular. What kind of service you get in from a flight from Pennsylvania down there, Doug? Like one. Oh, Pittsburgh. When's the last time you've been to Pittsburgh? Really, Doug? I don't know. Never, man. When am I going to Pittsburgh oh. for, Doug? <laughs> it guy. is weird. It's it's. A friend said it's like zombies walking around. So I Googled it and they were hit hard by the opioid epidemic. Bro, I never seen nothing like this in South Florida, New York. Like we were all, one, one guy was like, I don't even want to go on the streets. I wouldn't let Katie wanted to go to see this. I was like, you're not going. No, like it's freaky and weird. 
The amount of people that are just drugs. So you're now more scared of Pennsylvania or scared of New York City? Oh, I'm one in. I'm, I'm all in on New York. And Pennsylvania. Pen- I'm not scared of Pennsylvania. I just, I, there's not a chance in hell. Okay, Miami, New York, nine ten o'clock at night, a block or two, completely fine. With, no, wife and daughter going to CVS. Zero chance I let that happen there. Really? Yeah, and it's not like it's quote unquote bad neighborhoods. It's downtown, right? Um, the business district, but you have so many people walking around like this, literally like this. people missing teeth and the jugs out people like different kind of schizophrenia, like with the screaming and like, you know, sad no, mental states of ho- some homeless people. It's, it's unfortunate. This is a whole other level. It's just so, the brain's fried, man. It's, it's wild. We were all noticing this. Damn. Yeah. Wild. Like the wedding venue. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never been, I've been a, been a Philly, but actually I've barely done Philly either. So I can't really talk about that. I've only been to Philly. Like I did the airport recently and I've been there once before. Um, but that was for a concert and that was like one of the last concerts I've ever been to. Um, all right. Well, got limited time. I know you want to get into the heavy situation. Yes. So it'll be quiet. No, no, you, you need to talk to uh, so obviously what's going on Israel Palestine you know um I have a lot more Jewish friends or a ton of Jewish friends um who are experiencing a genuine pain which is obviously heartfelt which resonates with me not necessarily because you know my affinity to the friendship. It's just more um, human suffering. I empathize, but innately, it doesn't resonate the same, right? And my empathy is also equal for the innocent victims in Palestine too, right? Because again, it, it comes down to human suffering. Um, and I think there's there's an interesting dynamic here where we have about selective morality. It's It's... It's understanding again, because it's human nature. So I hate saying both sides. This is a term, I'm sure you hear this term all the time. Both sides of this, or it's on both sides. Like, I I hate the division, but yeah. Both sides are feeling their own genuine pain and it's hard to, in a vacuum, empathize with what's going on on the other side. But there is genuine hurt, pain, destruction, terror, heartache on both sides and we can get into the blame i mean there's obvious stuff hamas evil if i actually believed in hell i believe they would burn in hell um you know that's simple and it's it's interesting that from this is a, a a very american way of doing things and it's it's going on now with israel with the constant need for people to condemn hamas or it's assumed that you then tolerate it if you don't condemn, where condemnation for them is pretty damn obvious. Of course, there's outliers um, here in the U.S. that support it, and there's many people in Palestine that support it. But on a macro level, condemnation doesn't seem to be necessary because when U.S. officials are being interviewed, government officials or Israeli government officials are being interviewed, we don't ask them to, to condemn 
the war crimes committed historically by their policies or their countries, right? Um, because we're not expecting them to condemn. And quite frankly, we know they're, they are in power and the ones that do it. So this conflict, people like to talk about and say it's very complicated when in fact it's very simple. I was under the assumption that this was a historical beef for thousands of years, thousands. When real, in reality, this conflict itself is not even a century and a half old. People also believe that this started after the Holocaust because the Jews, after suffering the greatest, greatest is a, uh, a weird phrase, the largest genocide. Is that your phone? Reginald, we just went through this, man. Oh, it's your oh. daughter's friend's phone, dog. Damn it. The largest genocide in the history of mankind. I mean, the timing on that phone. Know, cool. it, it's going to stop soon. The largest genocide in the history of mankind occurred. People assume that because so many Jews were displaced and not accepted, like good old America turned them away. The rest of the world turned them away. Anti-Semitism was, you know, at that point, an all-time high. Um, people assume that's why Israel was established, because the Jews, again, suffered this, this genocide and had nowhere to go, when in reality... The establishment of Israel was started the process 50 years prior, you know, by a gentleman named Theodor Herzl, a Hungarian Jewish individual uh, who started the Zionism movement, which um, the premise was the establishment of a homeland for Jews in the quote unquote motherland, which is now present day Israel. <clears throat> so, so after 2000 years of being displaced throughout history, um, they wanted to return home. So the process started in, in 1903, England actually proposed, did you know this? England actually proposed the establishment of this homeland of, in all places, Uganda, which looking back now, it's that would have been an interesting place for Israel to be. Really? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm and it actually, it actually gained traction um, and, and Herzl himself, the, the founder of the Zionist movement was in, interested in they, the Jewish Congress voted on it and they were establishing. But once he died in 1904, Herzl, that kind of died out. Then in 1917, um, the Balfour I mean, Declaration. Like Sudan or something like that, I'd give yeah. it to you. Or even Eritrea, but Uganda? This guy threw out Eritrea. Or Djibouti, I'm saying. One of those up there. I mean, at least in like the region. You feel me? Yeah. Like This is like, all right, man, it's like an arbitrary place. On a different continent, but I digress. I'm sorry. Keep going. I was looking at the map. Well, because it comes out to colonialism, because England controlled. They, they, oh yeah, they had the land. Yeah. I was like I got this. Yeah. Well, you know, I have this. I have this parking garage. You want to hold on to this? Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so in 1917, so that was actually gaining traction, and there were some other areas also. In 1917, um, Lord Balfour wrote what's known as the Balfour Declaration, a public statement uh, in support for the establishment of a homeland for Israelis. And I'm paraphrasing this, but the, the premise was it what it should be in Palestine, but should not infringe upon the rights and, you know, um, culture, everything of the natives there, being the Palestinians, who had been there, you know, been under Ottoman rule for hundreds of years. So the Ottoman Empire, Muslim Empire, that it's one of the largest empires in the history of the world, right? And they ruled for centuries. They were controlling Palestine for about 500 years. And in 1917, they... They were in World War One, and they were defeated and had to give up, you know, um, the entire empire, which included Palestine. So Britain came in, um, as colonial powers do, 
take over, divided up the whole region. So they said they would do that in 1917, but of course, Holocaust happened in the 40s. So during this process, they were allowing immigration in. So um, Jewish individuals were immigrating into the area slowly by slowly every year. There was a cap on what could be done. Um, there was there was sex of violence. There was, of course, um, sex. Pal- Sorry, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Palestinian uprisings against the premise of this is our home, you can't come in and do this, whether anti-Semitic or not. Uh, just simple math. Some of the rationale would have been anti-Semitic, and some of it would have been no, not anti-Semitic. But this is this is mine. This is this is our home. Um, so there were some violent terrorist clashes there. There was also pro-Zionist uh, Jewish people with some terrorist activities there. I'm going back and forth and things built and built. And of course, after the devastation and and horror of the Holocaust, things were ramped up because they literally had nowhere to go. Um, And UN adopted the resolution to to grant them land, Palestinians and the Arab world rejected it. And, you know, they fought back. And again, in in the um, 60s, uh, it was called the Yom Kippur War, maybe. They were attacked again in Israel. And Israel took land, right, as a result. You know, they, they defended themselves and took land, but that land technically is not theirs. The entire world, except the U.S., pretty much agrees on that. And so does the U.N. And that's been the conflict ever since. You know, and on a side note, during this time 50 years ago, we talked about this in our old episode, the U.S. led the coup of Iran in the 50s because Mossadegh, probably pronounced it horribly, he was a beloved leader of Iran and he was fighting back. British Petroleum controlled Iran's own oil. And he said, no, I'm going to give this to my people. This is our country. Of course, Britain didn't like that, went to the US for help. They led a coup, got rid of somebody who was democratically elected in a country and was doing well for the country. The country is thriving and about to be even more prosperous with their own oil. Led to a coup, put in their puppet Shah, which then led to the 1979 revolution in Iran, which I'm being verbose about this, who is now allegedly funding Hamas? Iran. Long story short, America has a a direct or indirect role of pretty much every single tragedy in this world in modern history so hamas now terrorizing israel the irony with israel america being israel's largest ally Mm -hmm. is the direct cause of their current largest enemy and most um, destructive enemy whose sole purpose currently is to eradicate israel good old america right well i mean it's 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 we talked about this too, but see, but some of this too is predicated on religion as well, which also annoys me because that goes back to a lot of this stuff is that, right? And well, both sides feel that we go to religion. Both sides feel God has correct. blessed them with religion. Correct. And when I, and you know, my take on religion, i.e. <laughs> wow. I feel like every major, every major problem in this world, I trace back to religion. And I can almost say that without failure. I think I'm 100% right on that. Every major war, Every major uprising, etc., is based on religion. Not good things, by the way. All the things I'm talking about are negative. 
all the separation, all the, all the, you know, again, this, right? Muslim versus, versus Jewish versus, uh, versus Christianity versus whatever. I mean, our religion, all of this, this is my holy land. This is your holy land. This is, I own this, you own this. And it's also very funny too. I was, I was actually, funny is not the right word, but I was talking with, uh, with, with Kaylee last night. We're talking about, um, I was going over some of this, like some of the history, not to the level you just went into, um, but the history that I'm aware of. And then went into the fact of, but even talking about the U S right. And they're like, and she was like, right. And, 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 and I was like the whole idea of, 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 of land ownership. If you just focus on the U S right now, none of this is ours. No, no, but I'm like you, it's a really weird dynamic when you go, Technically, that's mine, right? Because none of this, like the way the world has been structured, again, based on religious and, and whoever in power at the time, right? That's kind of the dynamic, right? Whoever the ruling power at the time is determines the, 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 determines, determines the land grab and determines who owns what and who gets what. And it's just really shady, man. You were going to say something. Yeah. No, I, it's... It's interesting because, you know, I've heard I've heard friends say things like, you know, it's a defense. It, it's it's a weird thing because Israel is attacked, mm -hmm. right, and and their people are slaughtered. So then the default move is to counter that attack. Mm -hmm. But in countering that attack, innocent people are dying. Of the enemy, of the enemy sure. that are affiliated with the enemy by default. Yeah. Right? Some supporters, but the majority are innocent people, men, women, and children who are going to die and who, who are dying. So it becomes like a selective morality because it turns a blind eye to what's happening to them because of the pain you're feeling. It's kind of like, well, I'm always against the death penalty. And people say, well, what if? someone you knew or cared about was something brutal happened to them. And my whole thing is public policy and things should never be based off of emotion and a present day or, or current trauma or situation. So expand upon that murdered um, death penalty scenario to an egregious attack, the worst attack um, on Jews since the Holocaust, right? It, this is, horrible yeah yeah but now it's leading to the deaths of innocent people and guess what else this does it inflames those who are already anti-israel yeah, anti-semitic this only yeah. makes things worse it's fuel to the fire see that with the with the with the racist uh tropes and see they are the devil look what they do this yeah, it's gonna it come worse. yeah nobody wins here nobody right wins. And that's and and a lot of innocent people die. Well, I'd say I'd say I'd say Hamas wins because they well, knew no, Israel, Israel was going to do this. Yeah, but hold up, but does but but I mean probably they don't care. Their goal is yeah. Um, but then after a period of time, that, I assume, but their own people would be like, "Yo, dog." What's that phrase? Again, where, a, what? What's that phrase where if, if you're in war and people die, it's um, uh, it's um, oh my god, cap was captured through the war, but yeah, it's, uh, I know, but it's that, uh, it's um, you know what I mean. Yeah, it'll come back to me right now. Hold yeah, up. so so they don't care about their own people dying. That's just part of the process, right? Um, it goes back and damage. forth, but, but, but also collateral damage. Yes, it that's it. Perfect.
But it's also, so now Israel has shut off electricity, water, food, everything from these people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many there are, but there are going to be people in hospitals, baby, or who are going to wind up dying. Whether it's two, 200, 2,000, it's innocent people, right? They are running out of food. Um, based on international law, this is not allowed, right? But then I hear I hear an Israeli defense minister or some kind of minister saying, and I get it, though I may not necessarily agree with it, I get it. You want me to, the rest of the world can do that. You want me to provide sustenance to my enemy who's trying to kill me? You want me to do that? To which I say, I get it. I don't agree with it <laughs> because those people aren't your enemy, those people. I have friends who have said, well, Hamas, um, Gaza voted for Hamas. Well, yeah, they did almost 20 years ago. Um, at that point, Hamas, you know, they started in the 80s as a, a, a more spiritual and yeah, it's, um, it's, it's that whole, thing. 20 years is a long time. The Republican it, Party it, 20 years ago is not what it is now. Yeah, like, and, I think it's pretty safe evolved, to see in our country. But when they took power, what people don't realize, there was a week of civil war inside Gaza from the group that was in power that didn't want them doing this yeah. because they become a militaristic and even more aggressive than they were, right? In their right for what they feel for is freedom they need and they always go against the oppression that they feel they're suffering. So, yeah, it's like also, okay, half the country voted for Trump or you can conversely say if you don't like, half the country voted for Biden. That doesn't mean if everybody's involved. And then I hear things like, well, why doesn't Egypt let them in, right? And I say, well, okay, let's break this down. Why Egypt, what, because they're Muslim? Okay, two billion Muslim people around the world, right? And they're different sects. We don't expect all Christians to take in Ukrainians, all Christian countries, the largest religion in the world. Why haven't we taken every Ukrainian, right? We said, then people say, well, well, they speak the same language. They're Arab. They speak Arabic. Well, there's different sects of Arab they, uh, dialects. They speak different dialects. Like if an American or Englishman came to Jamaica, literally they could spend a whole day not understand a single word. If that the people in Jamaica that are around and just speak straight Patois, they would not understand a single word, yet it's still English. There's no affinity. Also, why didn't America, why didn't the world take in the Jews during the Holocaust, right? Suffering this tragedy. Why didn't, why didn't Israel take it? Look at the proximity between Israel and Syria. Why didn't why hasn't Israel taken in Syrians? Jordan has. So, so so it's a hypocritical thing and a short-sighted question to ask why. And I, some people ask me that under the defense of see, Palestinians are bad, no one wants them. And that's that's bullshit. That's, that's not why they're not being accepting them, right? It's a hard, and it's it's generalizing. It's very generalizing. My, 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 my problem is, I hate seeing both sides. My problem is the generaliz- generalizing. Like my daughter yes. has a has a a girl she knew. I wouldn't say a friend years ago, and she probably seven eight years ago, and she just showed me on on uh, TikTok or Snapchat that the girl posted a picture of herself and saying, "When Israel gets what it deserves." And this was last weekend, and it's like, what the bleep, right? And I have friends saying that, see, Israelis don't do this. Jewish people don't do this. And that's patently false. Humanity does this. Last week in my barbershop, before the attacks last weekend, I went in and my barber told me a guy was just in here, Israeli guy, going off on Palestinians, ironically. F them all. I hope they burn in hell. They're pieces of bleep. 
F every one of them. They're scum, they're rotten, they're evil. Now, obviously, that's a minority uh, of people saying this. Same with the Palestinians. There's hate everywhere. But I'm getting, like my wife put up a post and she's getting kickback about from certain people that Man, your daughter, this friend is about to be not a friend anymore, too. <laughs> Israel doesn't promote hate. Just, and I'm like, this is apparently false. Yeah. This, the entire every world place does. has every, every culture place has does. It. Every yes. culture, every that's, race. That's my thing. Generalizations it. I don't like, period. Because one generalization I can say is we're all, I've said it before all the time, man, we selfish. Right? And I've said it again and again and again. I think that's the one generalization I can give wholeheartedly. We are selfish. Yeah. And when it benefits you, I get it. When it doesn't benefit you, I get it. I am the same, right? But the reality is to put everybody in this, we are we are noble and they're not and vice versa, that's not true. And I do get at the moment again when you're, when it's- Yeah, it's, it's so, hard so, to- it's Okay, hard so, to so yeah. the, the back and forth where Palestinians and supporters of Palestine have said, yes, what Hamas did is horrible. All right, how about what we have suffered- for a long time, and we've been vo vociferous about this, and no one hears or listens. How about the fact right now we're having innocent people die, but that's not in the media. What's in the media is the deaths of the innocent people last weekend, right? Lives are lives. Mm -hmm. um, but they're and, not. And, we know that. They're not. Yeah. You know how many civil wars are going on in Africa right no, now? And how much America is involved in them? Yes. All right, man. So yes. where they're not like again, I keep saying this: we are selfish. Period. Right? Like uh, 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 just the way of the world, man. And this is just it's horrible just a way we're qualifying man. humanity and dignity. Um, so so this conflict is so complicated. People think, but it's so simple. It's Israel is illegally occupying territories. There's. It's not a conjecture, it's fact. And it was a result of them being attacked and defending themselves. But they occupied territory that's not there. Netanyahu, the prime minister, who you referred to as Ariel Sharon last night. <laughs> I made the mistake yesterday. <laughs> that's on me. Um, but also, good history by myth, by the way. Do you yes, remember yeah, I mean, that Sharon was there? It was a solid reference. He has stated that Israel's expansion into these illegally occupied territories, right, and settlements does not, is not counterproductive and does not hinder peace, which is absolute bullshit. <laughs> absolute bullshit. And he, he's horrible. I've heard people equate him to being just as bad as Hamas. I know, but he's absolutely complicit in this whole mess. And the mentality, I heard a great phrase, the Netanyahu um, mentality has led to the Hamas reality. Right or wrong, defending it or not, not defending it, but it's the truth, right? So you're, you're justifying that right-wing government is justifying the expansion into um, the illegally occupied territories, expanding settlements. So basically, Palestinian... It's the largest refugee population in the world in their own, what they believe is their own home. And what was supposed to be there on the home by those who established and gave Israel to um, Jewish population that was this, this, uh, displaced. It's wild. Yep. It's wild. Um, and oh, last thing. So Netanyahu recently, earlier this year, ex did a judicial overview where they've now 
can overrule the Supreme Court. So if the Supreme Court has issues with what they're doing in raising communities and expanding settlements, oh, well, they yeah. supersede that, that the right-wing government supersedes that. So I say, bullshit. I don't believe he believes or wants equitable peace. He does not. Equitable peace? Equitable peace. There is, is no equitable, every, though, is, but it's not just him, though, because there is the there is a whole, what is it? The, but uh, it's, the religious, it's the religious right there. It's the irony that you say about this. <laughs> I was actually educated this by a friend, a friend like seven years ago who spends three, four months a year for the last 20 years in Israel, right? An American um, Jewish woman, but she has family there and, and spends there. And she educated me this, that the left, less religious, is more progressive and wants an actual peace mm -hmm. where the right and more religious doesn't. It's 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 extreme. Sure. It's more right wing than we have here in America. I was gonna say it's very it's, much like America. You know, it, it's 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 Hold more. Up. I don't know if it's more, by the way. Uh, I would say it's pretty in line with what we have here. No, and... because in America, at least the right wing wants less government interference. No, no, they say that until they go, "Hey, I want to ban this in school <laughs> and I want to do this." So it's no, don't do that, man. That is not true at all, and you and I both know that. Well, I think you that's more. That's more. That's and more. Of the say, you cannot read this book. The DeSantis, you cannot do that. You, you can say whatever you want. Expanding. But the premise of right is is you know I, the left really has wanted more. I'm with you, but the premise of the the premise of I want less government. It's I want more oversight, but I want less government spending. That's the difference, right? And by the way, that's also kind of contradictory, right? But but I'm going to tell you what you can read, what you have to learn, what what is the history, which is actually not the history, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That seems like a lot of government overreach to me. Either way. Um, and I get me riled up on the on the right in this country. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, Amit's got to go. I got things to do. Um, sadly, I don't see this situation. Oh, oh here's my here's my thing. Here's okay. my thing. Give every inch of land back. Every inch. Not 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 meaning that Israel has no land. The land that wasn't granted to them. Give every inch of land back. And call the other, call the other side's bluff. See what happens. Then we determine. But until then, you can't tell me you genuinely want equitable peace. You can't. It's impossible. That's it. Good times. Um, lastly, if anybody knows, there's so many charitable organizations out there that I'm not comfortable giving a penny to anything to, to either side to help with. Because I don't know like where the money's going, what's going on. So... I don't know if anybody's done any research on that. Just displaced families and children, um, Israeli and Palestinian, you know. And the, the, the irony is I see people posting that stuff and there's backlash on that stuff. And it's like, how's there backlash? I want to help innocent people. What backlash? In what world is this wrong? In ours. Yeah. So if anybody knows, please let us in know. In the real world. Because I have not done research. Justice over no. order always. Amidst, amidst no fly and that and failed here. <laughs> and what would you say? And that failed here. That's what led to this conflict. Justice over order. Um, all right, everybody. It's not not the way we want to end the show, but it is the reality of the world we're in today. We will chat with you guys in a couple of weeks. Have a good one.